morning and welcome to Mina Mentors, the weekly podcast that shapes entrepreneurs in the Mina region. The podcast will be hosted by Sasha Christie and Luka Stanejovic. Good morning and welcome to Mina Mentors. Today, we'll be talking about public speaking. So in other words, how do you prepare for your public speech? How do you make your speech better? Because today... It comes to a time where if you want to build credibility for your company, if you want to invest into PR for your company, you will need to go on stage. You will need to give speeches at different conferences or exhibitions. So today we want to make sure to cover all the points you need to know in order to prepare your speech the right way. Yeah, and you know, it's not even just for public speaking. Sometimes I think this would help everybody in their careers because you might need to present something to your management or... Maybe you're just a team leader and you need to talk to the people that you're leading and it always really, really helps to be able to articulate your ideas, to be able to express yourself properly because, I mean, that's what makes a great leader, you know, that it's being able to speak and being able to express yourself. And I think these tips will help everybody, whether, you know, in a public speech setting or just generally in their professional lives. So, I don't know, let's start by talking a little bit about, you know, preparing your material for the speech. So, what do you think is the best way to go about preparing what you're going to talk about, you know, getting all your materials together. Before jumping into the material of the speech itself, it's important to understand how to structure a speech, okay? Because if you want to structure a speech the right way, if you want to deliver a specific message, you need to make sure that the structure is on point. And the way the structure works for a speech is that usually you start with a story. You start with a statement because you want to make sure that you grab the attention of the audience or the attention of your senior management that you're trying to talk to. So always start with a story that can take up to two, three minutes just to get people's attention. As soon as your story is done and you have people's attention, then you want to do your introduction. Your introduction means who are you? What objective are you trying or what message are you trying to deliver during your speech? How long will your speech take? It's important to give us a, a kind of timeline before you introduce your speech. Why is it important to introduce a timeline? It's because if you're on stage or if you're planning to deliver a speech to your senior management, for instance, it's important to tell them this is going to take five minutes. It's going to take 10 minutes because some of them may have meetings afterwards. And it's important to give them a proper timeline. Otherwise, you will lose their interest. So as soon as you're done the introduction part, then deliver your message. And as soon as your message is delivered, at the end, make sure you summarize again what you've delivered. This is the structure of any public speeches all the time. You start with a story, you get people's attention, you move on to the introduction, you deliver your message, and then you recap. You give a summary of what you just said. So in other words, just think of it as a James Bond movie. It's the same principle. They start with a story for about six, seven minutes, then you have all the uh, the details of the producers and, and the actors, etc., which is the kind of introduction. And then you jump into the movie itself and then you have a recap at the end, which is a very similar structure of a public speech. There is one simple rule that you need to understand, which is the rule of three, where in any speech, you need to tell them what you're going to tell them. Then you tell them and then you repeat what you just told them. And this structure has to be followed in any message that you're trying to deliver or in any speech that you're planning on doing. 
And when it comes to the material itself, so now you know what kind of structure you want to follow. Now you have to jump into the material itself. And for the material itself, it's just important to research the topic inside out. You want to make sure that your message makes sense. You want to make sure that your message has an objective. You want to make sure that you're well aware of your material. And you want to make sure that you rehearse this material because you need to know that even if you know your material by heart, even if you're well aware of your industry and you're well aware of what you're trying to present, the day you are in front of senior management, the day you are on stage is a different story. So you need to make sure that you rehearse this speech inside out, take the time to rehearse it 50, 60, 70 times, know it by heart so that when you get onto stage or when you get in front of senior management, the pressure will not make you forget what you have to say. I think it's very important to research everything thoroughly and don't be afraid to cite your sources during the speech. You know, not everything is your idea. People know this. People know that you're not, you haven't come up with every single thing you say. So if you're going to make any bold statements, if you're going to make any claims, if you're going to like cite some facts and figures, don't be afraid to give sources. And it even strengthens your argument overall to say, you know, what research this comes from or which other expert shares the opinion you're trying to push. Ultimately, no matter what kind of speech you're giving, you're going to be taking one point of view and completely sure that somebody else could take the opposite point of view and find sources to back up their claims and they could argue with you and give the complete opposite speech. So ultimately, you do need to give some sort of support and some sort of arguments to support what you're trying to say. I think with regards to rehearsing, as you said, it's really, really important to get it out of the way because think about, you know, think about simple things, you know, it doesn't matter who you're standing next to, you'll still be able to walk or drink from a glass of water because you've done these things a million times in your life. It's something you've, whether consciously or not, you know, sort of rehearsed your entire life. And it's the same thing with the speech. If you've rehearsed it enough times, it's not a guarantee that you won't feel pressure. It's not a guarantee that you'll succeed perfectly, but you're really, really strengthening your position and definitely really increasing the chances of performing properly. With regards to actual supporting material, Personally, I'm not a big fan of like having um, you know some sort of cue cards or having any notes during a speech because it feels like if I'm going to read off a piece of paper, and I mean it's not that it feels like you will definitely, at least to a small extent, lose people's attention. Now, ultimately, it's a trade-off. It's it's a question of will this small loss of attention be worse than you getting lost in your speech or forgetting what you have to say, etc. I feel like if you've rehearsed it enough, you probably won't need cards. Or any sort of supporting material? What do you think, Sasha? Do you, do you like using notes when you do a speech? Or do you think it's it's better to just learn everything by heart? In my opinion, it's better to learn everything by heart. However, I understand and I agree that sometimes people tend to forget when they're on stage because pressure kicks in and it would be easier for them to have notes in front of them. However, as you said, when you have notes in front of you, you tend to lose the attention of the audience because it clearly shows that you don't know your material and people don't like that. So what I would recommend is that you use some kind of visual support. Usually when I give a presentation, I usually have a PowerPoint behind me that highlights some of the key points I want to talk about, that highlights some of the topics that I want to cover. And when you have these different titles or different topics on, on, on the slide behind you, once in a while, you can just look back, see what you're supposed to be talking about. You will see one specific keywords that will remind you of what kind of message you have to deliver at this specific point in time. And that's what usually helps me. However, when you use visual 
support, it's pretty important because you get the attention of the audience easily. However, make sure that you don't, you don't just simply put your text up there. Okay, use specific keywords, use images to support what you have to say, use graphs to support what you have to say, but you don't want to get to a point where you just use visual support and you have your entire paragraphs written there because you will lose the attention of your, of your audience. But if you know your material the right way, you have your presentation out there that highlights some of the key points you want to talk about, maybe some images that you can relate to the message that you're trying to deliver, which will help you remember what you have to say, then it will make the whole thing easier. One final thing I'd like to add is uh, if you're using some sort of visual support, make sure you're not standing there and reading off your off your slides or off your PowerPoints. This is extremely, extremely unprofessional and just completely kills your presentation. You know, if you're using your slides as some kind of support, if you're relying on them to keep you keep what you need to say in mind, etc. Just make sure you're not standing there and reading. For example, when you switch from one slide to another, you could glance, you know, at your at your presentation to first of all make sure that you transition properly from one slide to the next and that you landed on the right slide. And then at the same time you can just sort of catch a glimpse of what's on that slide. So it reminds you of what you need to talk about. But you know, reading is a complete uh, complete speech killer. So what do you think when it comes to like when it comes to the way you dress, the way you present yourself, what are some behaviors that you think make a speaker more interesting, more credible, and uh, you know, just uh, deliver a better speech for the audience? So some of the things that I personally find important when it comes to behavior is, first of all, body language. Body language is really important. Use your hand to deliver your message. Use your hands to prove a point. Use your hands basically to support what you're trying to say. Because body language is very important. The second thing I want to enforce is that I wouldn't recommend to walk around on stage too much. If you want to walk around from one side to the other side of the of the of the stage halfway through the presentation, it's perfectly fine. But I see a lot of speakers out there that while they deliver the message, they're just walking around. And when you walk around, the audience will put their attention on the movement and they will not put the attention on what you're actually trying to say. And this is one of the golden rule in public speaking. The third one is appearance. As we all know, a picture tells a thousand words. So make sure that you look credible, make sure that you look professional, make sure that you have a suit on because appearance makes a big difference. The fourth is posture. You want to make sure that your posture is on point. Because I remember the first time that I gave a speech, I was focusing so much on, on delivering my material the right way that I completely forgot about my posture. I completely forgot about hand movements, body language in general. So my posture was really, really bad. My back was completely bended the first time I gave a speech. So it's important to keep your back straight, make sure that your posture is on point. So now, Luca, when it comes to tips on how to deliver a speech, can you tell us a little more about that? What tips would you give to any public speaker before they jump on stage? Sure, I'll, uh, I'll go over everything. Just wanted to add one thing, which is, with everything Sasha talked about, like, you know, maintaining your posture and not walking around and everything, it's a lot easier to keep these things in mind if you know your material. So this is another point, another argument for rehearsing your speech. The better you know your speech, the less likely you are to get super focused on what you need to say and sort of tunnel vision your content and then completely forget about your posture and maybe start fretting and not, you know, using the right uh, body language and walking around too much and all these things. So, you know, just another argument for why you should really, really make sure you're, to rehearse your speech properly. Now, 
as far as you know being uh, you know being comfortable on stage and getting getting everything done as smoothly as possible, I would say first of all, before you go on stage, what you know what are the things that typically some of the things that people typically can get distracted by on stage is you know they might wonder, oh, oh my god, what if I what if I some I look weird and I forgot to see how I look or maybe they'll get like dry mouth or something. So before you go on stage, first of all, I mean, take a look at yourself, make sure you look fine. You probably look fine, but this is just to sort of reassure your, yourself so you don't have to get, you don't have to stress out about this on stage. Drink a glass of water or like a, or like a cup of tea or something, just so your voice is, uh, your voice is on point. You don't get dry mouth and you can, you know, keep speaking for the length of your speech. While you should dress appropriately and dress well, I obviously recommend wearing something comfortable. You know, don't wear some shoes that feel horrible. And then the whole time you're on stage, you're thinking about how much your feet hurts. Just, you know, make sure you're at least comfortable enough to not be distracted by your clothes. And then, for example, a lot of people get nervous on stage and they'll really let it show. They're going to start tripping over their words. They're going to start using all these filler words. And I feel like this is just a complete rookie mistake because... Ultimately, if you st- if you let's say lose your train of thought, or if you if you start getting a little bit nervous, you can always just take a second to pause. And pausing during a speech, first you could actually end up turning this moment of uncertainty and this moment of nervousness into a strength. Because when somebody pauses, it lets the crowd reflect on what you just said, and it lets them it gives them a second to just you know let everything sink in and really lets that message you know marinate there. And people don't use this enough, so. When you're feeling nervous and when you're tra- starting to lose your train of thought, just take a second to pause, you know, collect yourself, think about where you can continue, and just let that pause serve a strategic function. Let it give people time to think about what you just said. As far as other tips go, I really feel that if you've rehearsed enough and you're comfortable when you get up on stage, you shouldn't really have too much trouble with regards to if you prepare, you're never going to get completely shell-shocked and stand there, you know, like a mute and not be able to say anything. I think that's extremely, extremely unlikely. And if it is, you might even have some sort of more deeply rooted psychological issues that you need to deal with. But like, if you've, if you've prepared your speech properly, if you're ready, and you've taken all the necessary precautions to be comfortable on stage, I think you should pretty much be at least decent when you give your presentation. What do you think, Sasha? I just want to add two additional points to this. The first one is your voice. As you said, you know, if you if you come to the point where you you forget about your speech, just take the time to pause, give it a second thought, and start again from there. But most importantly, make sure that you don't speak too fast. Because as you said, there's a lot of content, a lot of messages that you're trying to deliver when you give a speech, a lot of information that has to sink in for your audience. So you need to make sure that you don't speak too fast. Along with not speaking too fast, Make sure that you speak loud so that everyone can hear you in the in the audience or in uh, you know in, in the room if you speak to your senior management or you're trying to deliver a pitch. The second important thing is make sure that you are always looking at your audience and don't look at one specific person only. Make sure that you look everywhere in the room. Sometimes you look to the left, sometimes you look to the middle, sometimes you look to the front, sometimes you look to the right. And I understand that this may be complicated when you when you when you deliver a speech for the first time or the second time at the beginning it's very difficult to do this and what i did and that's a tip that i would suggest to all of you is that when i deliver my speech the first time i asked three of my friends to join and what i did is i placed them strategically in the room one of them was sitting in the back left one of them was in the center and one of them was in 
on the right side. And why did I do this? Because the first time you're on stage, obviously you get pressured. And seeing some familiar faces in the audience, first of all, will help you to feel comfortable because they're your friends and you feel comfortable talking to them as if you were talking to them one by one. But on top of that, it reminds you that you have to look on the left, you have to look in the center and you have to look on the right. Because I see so many speakers out there that keeps turning back to look at their visual support. They keep looking on the floor or they focus on one individual specifically that is sitting in the front row. And it's not a bad thing, but the way you deliver the message when you make sure to look at everyone in the audience makes a big difference. So these are the two additional points that I want to I want to add. Make sure that you don't speak too fast. Make sure that your voice is loud and clear and make sure that you're out there in a sense that you're looking at everybody in the audience. Yeah, and when Sasha says looking at the audience, make eye contact with them. Don't just, don't have this like thousand yard stare and just sort of look through the people in the crowd, even if you're looking around. Make eye contact with people. Pause, smile at somebody. They'll smile back at you. It'll give you a confidence boost while you're talking. You don't have to be there like a robot and not engage with the audience at all. You know, you're you're perfectly allowed to take a break. You can even ask somebody something in the audience if you think that's appropriate because let them... Although this is a this is a shaky subject, you know, sometimes asking people stuff can can throw off your presentation. So this is I'd say for more experienced speakers, if you think you can really control the flow of your speech, and if you think you can handle any response from an audience member, maybe you might want to ask them a question or something, or say something to them and get a little bit of interaction going. But if, if you're an inexperienced speaker, yeah, it's probably best to deliver your speech, not really give them the opportunity to to derail. To no, your presentation. As Lucas said, it, in my opinion, especially, I mean, if you're trying to give a, a speech or a pitch that takes five minutes, you don't need to interact with the audience. However, if, if your speech is around 30 minutes, 45 minutes, I mean, the presentation, even if you're the best speaker out there, will get boring at some point. So you need to find a way to interact with your audience by asking questions, by throwing facts, by making the audience vote for one specific subject. However, it's true, as Lucas said, that you need to be very careful with what kind of questions you're asking. Because one time I was attending, uh, I was attending these uh, this this uh, presentation uh, in Dubai, and the person was talking about structured bond. At this stage, I had no idea what structured bond was, but the, the that person or that public speaker started his presentation by saying, "Who knows about structured bond?" and there was this guy in the front row and he said, yeah, I know of structured bond. I've tried last year. I lost all my money. So the problem is by asking this question and by having this person in the front row that pretty much ruins your speech because now you have to justify why this person has lost money and it just kills the whole purpose of your speech because you're trying, well, that person was trying to sell structured bond and inform people on, you know, how good this is and how great of an investment this is. But indirectly this person of the front row because you've structured your question the wrong way it just killed his speech completely and that person immediately got nervous immediately got pressured didn't know what to say didn't know how to answer this feedback from from the person that was in the front row so interacting with the audience yes but make sure that your questions are strategically asked so that this kind of scenario doesn't happen because this will ruin your speech i think that's a really good tip and I think that's all for today. Overall, I, I think my final takeaway that I want to give everybody is 
it's completely normal and completely fine to be nervous before giving some kind of speech. Everybody gets nervous before giving their first talk, before giving their first speech. It's not easy to do. Even recording for a podcast, for example, can be difficult for some people. And that's perfectly fine because it happens to so many other people. Just always remember that for most of these people who were terrified of talking on stage and who ended up talking on stage, they overcame this fear and they managed to do it. So it's not something that's impossible. I would say there are extremely, extremely rare fringe cases where somebody might find it extra difficult to talk on stage. But I truly believe that nobody is completely incapable of it. So with enough practice, with enough effort, and if you keep all these tips in mind, and this comes with practice. So as you've practiced enough, you're going to be able to internalize most of the pointers we've given you, most of the tips you may have heard elsewhere. And eventually you will be able to give a talk. You might not be the greatest speaker that ever lived, but you will be really good. So it's perfectly normal to be, feel nervous. It's normal to feel scared. Others have done it. Others will do it in the future. You will do it in the future. So just you got to practice and you got to go for it. Anything you want to say, Sasha? That's all from my side. I think we've covered it all. All right, guys. Well, thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week.